this NFL Week 18 Player Props and Contract Incentives episode edition of the NFL PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, January the 5th, currently 6.01 on the East Coast, here to get into the final week of the regular season, our player props, before we do get into meaningful football with the uh, NFL playoffs kicking off next weekend, but a lot for us to get to here for the uh, Week 18 player props. Joining me. As usual, you guys know him as the king of the motorsports world, one of the hardest working men in the sports media space. It's my good friend, Rod Gomez. Rod, what's going on, brother? How you doing? You say meaningful, but I got to tell you, it's meaningful to a lot of folks right now, especially these incentives that uh, are going on right now. I know our buddy, <laughs> we're going to go through these, but I, I swear to God, like one or two catches could mean the difference between $250,000. Muna, if I, if I told you that one catch could give you $250,000, wouldn't you be wanting to catch that pass? Uh, Yeah, I think I could probably at least take the year off, maybe, if I got an extra $250,000 uh, in my account. Uh, but yeah, look, I know... Um, it's interesting because you, we talk about, and we'll, we'll go through uh, we'll go through the list um, um, for the contract incentives for this weekend, but typically when we talk about the last two weeks of the NFL regular season, you know, that's where Agents are probably contacting, you know, their players or their coaches and saying, hey, you know, my guy has X amount of catches or X amount of yards that he needs or he needs X sack uh, to unload or unlock this uh, contract bonus that he has. So, you know, maybe you know, look a little his, this way or look a little his way over the final couple of weeks uh, of the regular season. So, yeah, and especially guys, I guess, you know, I think this is a good conversation when we'll transition into it as well as that some of the older, uh, I, I guess the older guys that have contracts that are uh, incentive-based, I think that's where it really matters. And we'll talk about those couple of players here in a minute. But like you mentioned, yeah, um, it, it is that, again, weekend where one catch, two catches, you know, X amount of yards can mean the difference between additional 250000 to a million dollars in their bank accounts uh, going in at the end of the regular season. But, um, you know, shout out to our God, Justin Mark, uh, J. Mark of uh, the host uh, I guess the worst host of the uh, old-fashioned uh, football <laughs> uh, podcast. Uh, but congrats. Shout out to them. Congrats on their 100th episode on a rod. Uh, you were a guest on their show. But uh, J-Mark uh, wrote an article for our website over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We'll, we'll share that article with you guys. We'll kind of go through it um, and see if we can find some value on on guys that we can you know extract and put our money on to get some of these um, prop bets across the um, – uh, to the window for us and also for them to kind of unlock those bonuses. But before we actually do get into that, Rod, 
Um, anything else we need to mention before we actually get into this? I know it's the last week of the regular season, and it's we're still kind of in the midst, even on Friday late evening, trying to figure out who's going to be playing uh, on Sunday, who's not going to be playing. So it's a lot of for us to navigate through, at least for the final week of the regular season. And honestly, this is why you don't play fantasy into the last week of the season. I don't care if it's week 17, 18, 19, it's 14. I don't care what it is. You you never play fantasy this deep into the season because, again, listen, you could have ridden Christian McCaffrey all the way to your championship game. Yeah. And imagine being in week, whatever it is, I don't care what the last week is, and not having Christian McCaffrey. It, it, it's probably the worst situation you could be in. The guy that you rode all the way into the championships and you don't have them anymore. It's absolutely horrid, which is the same to go with bets, right? You and I, Munaf, we've had a lot of trouble just coming up with decent prop bets coming into this. And that's why we're running into these contract incentives because um, I think it's funny because I I saw a tweet from Steffi, uh, Steffi Smalls earlier that was like, listen, it's the team's right to try to keep these guys from hitting these incentives because a lot of these incentives are pretty doggone lucrative for these players and not so much for the team. So you want to kind of keep them out of the, if I make this catch, it's $300,000. If I make these five catches, it's 300. So I don't know. I'm not a business guy. I'm a podcaster. Give a rat's ass about how much you make if you make a, a catch, right? But if I'm an owner and I'm talking to a quarterback, I'm like, so listen, I, I, I'm okay if you target him four times, but not five. Because if he makes that fifth catch, I'm out $250,000. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of a crazy world we live in nowadays where one catch could mean $250,000. But at the same time, it's like, wouldn't you want to reward one of your favorite players, right? Or your best players if, if they make that catch? It's either that, Rod, that he goes up to the quarterback or they... You know, maybe increase the concession uh, stand prices by ten percent, or maybe they the the parking for the last week of the regular season game goes from twenty dollars to thirty dollars. Um, maybe the ticket prices increase a little bit as well. I mean, I, I'm not worried about these That's owners. That's a dollar more than it was last week. I mean, yeah, no, right? As the consumer, wasn't this eight fifty last time? Why is it nine fifty now? So, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about these owners' pockets, but also you want to keep these players happy, and then you want them to hit those contract incentives as well. So, um, yeah. Um, all right, Rod, let's just actually get into it here, my man. Uh, so I'm going to share my screen here. We'll kind of go through what J. Mark wrote up uh, on the website on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Um, and it's pretty much titled uh, NFL Week 18 Incentives um, to take a look at. So, um I went ahead and went past the first one. So I'll just, I'll mention this here as well. So Odell Beckham Jr. is going to, does have uh, some type of contract incentive. And let me add this to the stage. I'm not sure. Okay, there we go. Now we can see it. So um, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, does have some incentives for him to reach on his contract. But for OBJ Rod, he is not going to be playing in this final week of the regular season for the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, I think hoorah for uh, for the owner of the Baltimore Ravens. But um, I think it was a little bit of taller order for him to get to some of these because he needed uh, five catches. I think was doable for about a quarter million dollars. Two touchdowns, mm, okay, possible. But 185 uh, receiving yards uh, with four 750 thousand, especially. In this game, and I was talking to Chris about this earlier, um, 
you know, because Baltimore and uh, uh, Pittsburgh play on Saturday night, that weather is also going to be a factor in this game. And also, not only that, uh, Lamar Jackson, no reason for him to be out there. He's not going to be playing in this game. Um, the Baltimore Ravens have taken care of everything that they need to. They clinched a number one seed. They won the division. And the road to uh, at least the Super Bowl will uh, go through Baltimore if they do indeed get into the AFC Championship game. So we'll go pa- right past that one. Um, I will say, though, the, yeah, go ahead. from that standpoint, like five catches would not. I mean, he had he, he hasn't had more. He hasn't had five more than five catches since Cleveland back in like 10 weeks ago. So there's no way I think he'd have caught that one. So as much as Odo Beckham has had a great season for him, I, I don't think that he would have reached that instead of anyway. So, yeah, yeah, definitely not not on him at all. Yeah. Um, one I will be placing money on, and I think we both probably will be giving out this as prop bets. DeAndre Hopkins of the Tennessee Titans. Now the books have not posted this number just yet for the uh, for DeAndre Hopkins of the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are going to be facing off against the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend, and expect the Titans to be motivated in this game because number one, if the Titans do beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, the winner between the Texans and the Colts on Saturday night will win the AFC South division. So um, if they want to play spoiler, this is their opportunity here. But talking about contract incentives here, DeAndre Hopkins, he needs seven catches uh, to get a quarter of a million dollars. And then he needs 49 receiving yards for a million dollars additional uh, for his contract incentive this week. And that number is not out yet. Uh, for DeAndre Hopkins, but Rod, I'm sure you have the uh, numbers for DeAndre Hopkins there in front of you, but um, it is going to be Ryan Tannehill, number one, that is going to be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Will Levis was ruled out with a foot injury. He did suffer that injury against my uh, Texans. I think this was the last week, uh, but um, Hopkins has quietly been getting this done and getting over this number of 49 and a half. My guess, Rod, here is that number probably comes out around 58 and a half, 59 and a half. But I think the one that would definitely probably put like two units on is probably the receptions that he does need. So I would say that the receptions is a little hard to get to. He's only done that once so far this season. He's had eight receptions only once this season. That was against Indianapolis. He's had seven a ton of times. I mean, it, it seven seems like his his ceiling. He had it last week against Houston, uh, a few weeks ago against Miami. He had seven catches against uh, New Orleans as well. Eight seems to be the the threshold for him. Like I said, he had it in Indianapolis. I would go against the yards for him. And and what's crazy is that 49 yards for him to, to get there. Uh, he had 72 last week against Houston, 124 against Miami, 75 against Indianapolis. I feel like if anything, they would try to target him a little bit deeper to try to give him those yardage. Uh, 250,000 for the seven catches. I think that's out. I think 50 yards is in play though for 100%. him to catch that million. So yeah, I, I think that's the one that they would be targeting more. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> I tell you what, I'd be like, listen, Tanny, I'm going to run this 10 yard route. You you hit me at least uh, five times on this one and we'll be good to go. So uh, at least that's where I'd be heading if I were DeAndre Hopkins. I feel like that million is more in play than the uh, 250,000. Yeah. So for DeAndre Hopkins, I was just looking up his contract information here. So he signed a two year deal, $26 million contract with the Tennessee Titans, including a $9.8 million signing bonus, $10.9 million in guaranteed. So it's an average uh, salary of about $13 million per year. But again, you know, talking about an extra million dollars, that's a 
you know, maybe a vacation home or, you know, a couple of nice cars there. Um, I, but I think it also speaks well. I, mean, I know he was in a revenge spot last season again, or sorry, last week against my uh, Texans because that was his first game back in Houston since he got traded to the uh, Cardinals at the time when he was with the Texans. That he got seven catches in that game. He only needs seven more so to get this bonus. But you're right that he, you're, that million is obviously more attainable than getting the seven catches here. Uh, because again, he's done it more consistently than not getting those uh, those yards uh, over the not only the past several weeks, but also for this season um, for DeAndre Hopkins. Anything else we're going to add? Yeah, isn't it crazy though that that a million dollars is more attainable than two hundred fifty thousand? Like, if, <laughs> I, if I were to tell you that it would be easier for you to get a million dollars than to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I would definitely be trying for the million dollars. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be trying to break tackles and and push people down. Like my stiff arm would be on point to try to get those extra yards. Yeah, I'd be diving forward for every <laughs> single yard that I could uh, possibly get. Getting like or. Uh, telling my offensive line, you guys better run your asses down. If I'm getting tackled, I need you guys to push me forward because uh, those yards are going to add up at that point. Um, Ryan, anything else we want to add for D-Hop? No, I mean, again, that that's to me. I, I'd be telling all those uh, tight ends, you'd be blocking your ass off to try to get me those extra five or six yards per catch because, you know, for uh, for Hopkins, look, he's been that lifeblood of Tennessee. Like, yeah. When you lose AJ Brown, right? When you, it's a, I know a couple of years removed from him, but at the same point, when you lose AJ Brown, you lose that deep threat. And DeAndre yep. Hopkins provided that for him this year. And as much as a, a fantasy disappointment as he's been in some spots, like he was a bright spot for that offense. And I feel like if he's going to be uh, uh, the building point going, going forward, then he's going to need to go out on a high note this week. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, all right, uh, Rod, before we continue going down this list here, uh, let me tell everyone about Price Picks. Look, Price Picks is uh, been a lot of fun for us on the uh, on the podcast here because we've made uh, a lot of money, almost up to 25 XR money on the uh, Price Picks entries that we've been giving out on the podcast. And, you know, this football season, you can also play um, along with the basketball season because NBA is well underway. We have college basketball that's going on, and it's pretty simple on price picks. So all you got to do is you take two uh, two players and you just pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. It's pretty much that simple. And like I mentioned, with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball. Basketball from the Specials League, a league that's created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, a combo projection of 10.5 um, com- combined three-pointers made and receptions for LeBron James and Travis Kelsey, well, you can do that over on Price Picks. And Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entry stays in play even if one of your players gets injured. So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Like I mentioned, it's really simple to play on Price Picks. You can make your picks and submit them in less than 60 seconds. They've also added Apple Pay for you Apple users for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. So all you got to do is go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash SGPN. And make sure you use that uh, promo code SGPN. Price Picks 
Daily fantasy sports made easy. And we're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast Hoodie Giveaway. Hockey Gambling Podcast just launched their new YouTube channel. They're giving away a, a, a uh, Hockey Gambling Podcast hoodie to celebrate. So how do you enter? Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. All right, Rod, let's continue to get down this list here. And the next one on the list is going to be one of my guys here in uh, Houston on the Texans. And I am going to go and uh, preface this one by a big red flag here. So let's actually get into the actual uh, incentives here for Mr. Dalton Schultz, tight end of the Houston Texans. So for Dalton Schultz this weekend against the Colts, he needs four catches to get 250000 uh, additional, and then he needs six catches for half a million dollars. Now, Rod, anytime I see sports books tweeting out that X player is needs to do this, and 99% of the money is on the over for this player uh, to uh, 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 go over his uh, prop, it's a little concerning for me. And I as much as I want my guy Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz to tie it into the Texans to you know get this extra money into his bank account, I'm not going to be putting all my money because every single person, or not every single person, but a lot of the conversation on the Twitterverse this week because it is contract incentive week has been talking about Dalton Schultz. Now the books do have his projection right now at four and a half receptions, so I think that is definitely the right number. Um, it is at plus one hundred five, so. Don't be surprised if he does end up with four catches to get that 250000 But, Rod, also from a game theory perspective here, that this game between the Texans and the uh, and the Colts is essentially a playoff game, right? Because whoever wins this game is going to the playoffs. And like we mentioned at the top of the episode, that if the Jaguars lose to the Titans, the winner between the Texans and the Colts will win the AFC South division. Now, when we talk about this Texans team, yes, you want to do whatever you can to get your guys paid, but the first goal for this Texans team is going to be going out to win the football game. Um, and the focus is obviously not going to be on Dalton Schultz to get those catches. Now, in case this game does turn into a blowout, either way, okay, then I could probably see them targeting Dalton Schultz to get him his money and be on the way here. But for me, it's at four and a half. I think it's the right number put by the books here, Rob. But what are your thoughts on Dalton Schultz for this contract incentive? I think they knew exactly what his incentive was, and that's why they said it as such. Because honestly, if you look back at his last few games, only two catches on four targets uh, last week, eight on 11 against the, the Browns, which is great, but four on five for against Tennessee, one on two against Jacksonville, two on three against Atlanta, or Arizona rather. It's not as if he's been an active part of this uh, of this offense, it, he's been doing what he can yardage wise on his catches, right? Uh, 19, 61, 58, right? Those are some good yardage totals. But again, the catches have not necessarily been there. So if you're telling me six catches, I don't think he's going to get there. Four catches, I feel like it's even a strain to get there given what he's done over the last few weeks because this offense does not necessarily run through their tight end at all. Right. I mean, yeah. for the Texans with right. CJ Stroud, he's he's catching Tank Dell. He's catching like a lot of these other guys that are that are more of a factor in the offense than Dalton Schultz. It's been fun to talk about him from a fantasy aspect, from a, a prop aspect every once in a while. But as far as a sustainable part of the offense, 
Dalton Schultz has not necessarily been one of those guys that's been a, a quintessential part of this Texas offense. So for four catches for 250 yards, I, I think I would still take the under on four and a half and, and bank that he'd get three, maybe four catches in this game. And like you said, if it's a competitive as it should be, mm-hmm. he should not necessarily be a huge part of this game. Yeah, I agree. So I think that I, I do think that he can get into that four catches. And I think, you know, we talked about that. They, I think they priced it right at the four and a half. So um, would I be surprised if he gets the four catches? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to be putting my money on it just because, again, we saw reports coming out from uh, other sports book that, hey, 99% of the money is on the over for Dalton Schultz uh, to get over this receptions number. So which kind of tells me that he's going to end up with right at four uh, for this Texans team on Saturday night when they do visit the Indianapolis Colts. Moving on here, Rod, let's get over to the next player on this list. That is going to be Austin Eckler. Eckler and the San, San Diego, San Diego Chargers. I'm going to call them that, the San Diego Chargers. They are going to be, God, I don't even know who the heck they're playing this week. Is it, uh, I think it's the Chiefs, isn't it? For the, yeah, they're playing uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. So Austin Eckler and the LA Chargers, they are going to be playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And for Austin Eckler, he needs 110 total yards. So scrimmage yards for $100,000. Um, I'm not sure if $100,000 excites Austin Eckler as much as it may excite you and I, but um, would it be surprised if he does get to 110 um, total yards or not at all? Because we've seen Austin Eckler do it more times than not uh, throughout his career. But um, I didn't see a number out yet for Austin Eckler either, just because, again, like we mentioned at the top of the show, that we're still waiting for a lot of these players and their uh, status for this uh, particular weekend. So, um, I really didn't. Austin Eckler didn't really excite me here, Rod. And honestly, to he hasn't done it. I mean, this season has been a, a large disappointment. Not Justin actually pointed out it's been a disappointment for fantasy managers altogether. But I gotta assume that it's it's been disappointing for him, for the Chargers as a whole. And this number is is almost completely out of the realm for me. I, I know it's a pointless game, and I know it's against the Chiefs. But I mean, look, he had 40, uh, he had 50 yards total last yeah. week. Um, you know, he had 86 yards total against the Bills, like 38 uh, yards total against uh, the Raiders. It has not been a great season for Austin Eckler. And for him, for 110 total yards, that would mean that the Chargers would have to, one, gain yards and two, rely on Eckler to do so. And they haven't done that more often than not. Listen, 1,617 rushing yards, 398 receiving yards out of Austin Eckler. Those aren't numbers that you're used to seeing out of Austin Eckler. So uh, whatever it is that you see on Austin Eckler, uh, again, you're right. There are zero rushing props and or combined props for Austin Eckler on most books right now. So whatever the... To tell you the truth, the, the if the uh, uh, rushing and receiving yards on Austin Eckler are under, how what do you say, Munaf eighty? I would take the under on it, even. Yeah, I think uh, my guess would be around eighty-five, ninety would be my guess for him, and then people will probably come in and take the over on him just because it's this. Awesome. N- yeah, because it is Austin. Yeah, number one, it's Austin Eckler. And number one, or number two, that, like we mentioned here, he needs 110 total yards. But, I mean, 
I, I like you mentioned, and like Justin wrote as well, it's, it's just been a very disappointing season for Austin Eckler and frankly, the entire Los Angeles Chargers team, um, you know, starting with the head coach and Justin Herbert getting hurt as well. So, um, in fact, yeah, you're right. I would probably look at an under for Austin Eckler uh, in this game. Maybe his receptions to go over uh, because they would have to feed him the football, football. But I do would I would expect the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense to swarm him um, and, and you know, I get, not really prevent him from getting it. But I just think 110 for Austin Eckler at this juncture uh, is probably a difficult uh, uh, task for him, uh, you know, week 18 against the Chiefs. Do you have anything else for Eckler? Yeah, and I was going to say, and, and consider this, the Chiefs are pissed. I, I mean, yeah. my brother's a Chiefs fan. So I know firsthand as far as how pissed the Chiefs are, as far as how their season has gone, they've got to be out for absolute blood at this point because they're not they're not having fun this yeah. season. And 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 for them to come out against a division rival and somebody that they've had success in the past, they're gonna want to just limit everything, especially in a, on a non-contender team. I mean, yeah. this is not a, a game that they're gonna want to uh, see any single player succeed. 100%. All right, let's get over to the next player on this list, and that is going to be our running back here down here with the Houston Texans. That is going to be Devin Singletary. Uh, so Devin Singletary, um, last week, going back to last week, um, he made the threshold of getting to 1,100 total yards. He needs, uh, I believe, 84 more total yards to get to 1,200 Um yards for the season and that's going to unlock a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus for him and i'll double check the yardage for him uh because i did uh, see this note last week for devin singletary as well uh so we mentioned it and there's a prop out already the number is out for devin singletary you can get it anywhere from 61 and a half to up to 63 and a half for devin singletary um this is one that i will be betting on and putting money on because the Texans in this game are going to have to, well, not are going to have to, but will be giving the football to Devin Singletary out of the backfield, right? And Devin Singletary has taken over as the primary ball carrier for this Texans team. If you just take a look at the snap count percentages, um, it's not even close. I think Devin Singletary is getting 60 plus percent of the uh, snap counts for the Houston Texans. And not only that, you take a look at what the Colts defense has also been giving up to the uh, running back position over the past several weeks here. And I'm, I'm pulling that up right now. Uh, so we go back to the game against the Colts in the Indianapolis, um, sorry, uh, between the Steelers and the Colts. Uh, back in week 15, 22 carries, 73 yards combined for Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Let's go back a little further. Let's go back to the game between the um, week 12 matchup against the Buccaneers. So Rashad White in that game, 15 carries for 100 yards. The Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry, 21 for 102. Tajay Spears, 16 for 75. Let's go to week 14. Joe Mixon, 21 for 79. Did mention the Steelers. Week 16 against the Falcons. Tyler Algier, 9 for 69. Bijan Robinson, 12 for 72. And then last week, uh, Zamir White, 20 for 71. So for Devin Singletary, he's had a couple of great games thus far this season for this uh rushing attack of the Houston Texans. And you take a look at what he did last week against the Titans, 16 for 80, 26 of 121 against the Titans again, uh, three weeks ago, 13 for 65 against the New York jets. So he's done it more times than not this season here, Rod. So this one, I will be on as I give it out as an official play, Devin Singletary over 
current number is sitting at 63 and a half uh, rushing yards for Devin Singletary. And really, honestly, for Devin Singletary, it's it's been him or not. Uh, for the I, obviously, we know CJ Stroud, like we talked about with uh, Tank Dell and and all the other fabulous receivers, but all of a sudden, Devin Devin Singletary is being uh, a factor for yeah. this Houston Texans team. Um, and and you laid out all of his stats, right? Eighty yards last week, one hundred twenty-one a couple of weeks ago, sixty-five. Like I, I don't know if one hundred sixty-five. I know Justin has one hundred sixty-five total yards on this one that that may be a little out of out of touch for him i don't think he's gonna get 165 but as far as his prop number is concerned absolutely 62 and a half is what i'm seeing on, on DraftKings. I, i'm sure you can find a better number but um i most certainly think that he can get there because he look for the texans and then you're a texans fan you know yeah. obviously you see the banners flying behind you the running game is has always been a strong identity of this team and, and i know that uh um, that, that they want to build a strong running game. And, and really, I know the defense is, is a huge uh, factor considering who their head coach is. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I still think Devin Singletary needs to play a large factor in this because, you know, he, he has been all season long. So, yeah, I think his, his over on this 62 and a half uh, is definitely a strong number to take. And I don't know what you can get the ladder at, but maybe we'll ladder it up to, to 70 or 80 and, and you can get that as well. But, yeah, I think over 62 and a half rushing yards for Devin Singletary is good. As far as his incentive concern, I don't think he's going to get that 125, but I'm pretty sure he'll get the, the at least 63 yards he needs for this prop. Yeah, so 70 plus for Devin Singletary is at plus 110. 80 plus is at plus 180. 90 plus is at plus 275. And then 100 plus is at four to one uh, for Devin Singletary. I would probably just take it up to 80 to one. Uh, sorry, 80 plus yards. Um, at plus 180, if you want to sprinkle maybe half a unit or a quarter unit on 90 plus at plus 275, uh, I don't hate that uh, either for uh, Devin Singletree. Just curious to see what his rushing and receiving is at. 75 plus is at minus 155. Um, I don't hate that. I know it, it seems like a big number at minus, uh, minus 155, but he has been involved in the passing game um, in a few games for the Texans. So, um, I, I would put a little bit down on that as well. Uh, Rod, anything else for Devin Singletary before we get over to the defensive guys? No, sir. Although I love it. One man's trash is another man's treasure, right? Buffalo you yeah. got rid of him. Houston's like, uh, please give him to us. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, guys, before we get over to the next uh, game, or sorry, the next uh player on the contract incentive list. Uh, let me tell you guys about game time. Look, so last week of the NFL regular season, we have NBA going on, NHL, uh, NASCAR's around the corner. Uh, we've got uh, college basketball going on. We've got the college football national championship on Monday night. And maybe you want to get out to one of these events. Let game time take away the stress of having to buy tickets because that's what they are here for. They're going to help you hunt down the best price in the ticketing market and uh they are um they like i mentioned they'll take away that stress and let you get excited for the events that you want to attend by buying those tickets and some of the great things that they have over on gametime.co they have killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price is guaranteed so like i mentioned you can stop stressing over the tickets start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have and another thing, their app is just so easy to use because they have tickets for every type of event. It doesn't have to be just sporting events. There's a comedy show in your area. There's a music concert you want to get out to, maybe a theater show that you want to get out to. They have tickets for that as well. 
they always have flash deals going on. Last minute tickets are available as well. And it's easy and it's easy to find and buy tickets for every type of event in your area. But the best part I love about the app is that you actually get a image of your seat view before you actually purchase those tickets. So there won't be any surprises when you actually do get to the venue. Um, and there's no nothing obstructing your view. Uh, and there's no surprises when you actually get there. Plus the game time guarantee. What's the game time guarantee? That means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section, a row for less. Game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Um, it takes a matter of seconds to buy tickets, two, two taps, and you're all set to go. And also, the tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to dig through your email. Uh, you don't have to wait for them in the mailbox, stressing over the, the stressing that they're going to get lost in the mailbox. Nope, sent directly to your phone. So all I got to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability of the entire uh, parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Rod, let's keep it rolling here, my man. The next uh, section we'll kind of get through to the players here. It's going to be the defensive guys um, that are looking to unload or unlock their um, incentives here. So uh, this one's pretty simple. Chris Jones, defensive tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs. He just needs one sack to get $1.25 million in. Rod, I feel like every year when we uh, talk about these contract incentives, I feel like uh, Chris Jones' name is always pops up. But he needs one sack here against the um, uh, L.A. Chargers against Easton Stick, I believe. You think he gets it done? Three quarters of a million dollars to get to Easton Stick one time. If this were Justin Herbert, you'd be like, oh, man, maybe I don't know. But like three quarters of a million dollars to get to Easton Stick, it seems like a frustrating stack. And for Chris Jones, look, he got a sack last week against Cincinnati, against Browning last week or two weeks ago against uh, O'Connell, right? But then he was held blank uh, against uh, New England and, and Las Vegas again. Two sacks against Justin, uh, Jalen Hurts, rather. I mean, look, I don't know. It, it's so frustrating for a guy like Chris Jones who knows he can get to the quarterback. But at the same time, it's like sacks are not always a given. And for me, like when, you, when you're betting on props, like three quarters of a sack, like 0.75, you're like, oh yeah, he can get a sack easy. It's like, what's up? But for Chris Jones, like he may be pressing kind of hard for this sack. It, it just feels like to me, I, I don't know if I want to bet him to get the sack. I know that he's gotten at least a sack in, in his last few games, but I don't know. It just seems so, so crazy to think to me that I, we're, we're getting a quarter or three quarters of a million dollars on Easton stick. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling up his numbers real quick. You see me vamping, which by the way, uh, hello, Steffi. I know she's in our, our chat right now. Uh, she's talking about uh, uh, hello. Um, 
But I don't know. Do, do... So I'll mention this here, Rod. So last season, I, I feel like we talked about Chris Jones. So I went back and looked at the game log for Chris Jones last season. So they faced the Raiders last year um, and the last game of the regular season. And um, so in that game, this was back on January the 7th. And in that game, Rod, he had two and a half sacks. Uh, did uh, Chris Jones in that game. So if you want to go back a little further to the 2022, uh, 2021-2022 season, last game against the Denver Broncos, I don't think he played in that game, but before that game against the Cincinnati Bengals, he had two sacks in that game. And if we go back one more season, just for uh, giggles here, um, he played against the, uh, just went off in front of me here. Um, Let me go back to that page. Uh, it was against here. Let's see, 2021. It was against the. Oh, where do we go here? All right, so yeah, January third against the Chargers. In fact, didn't record a sack. I pulled up his game log against the Chargers. I mean, it's nothing glamorous. Um, if you're getting plus odds on him to get a sack in this game, I know I don't think it's released yet. Um. If it's plus odds, I don't hate it, but I think Chris Jones is a guy that could definitely get it done, though, Rod. Easton Stick got sacked five times against the Bills, but only once against the Broncos last week. So I don't know. It's such a, to me, I love, you know, I love defensive props. I love trying to call tackles and assists and interceptions. But in this instance, like, I, I don't know. And, and honestly, I think you should take it maybe if it's a three quarters of a sack. Uh, for Chris Jones, because you know, he's going to be pushing, you know, they're yep. going to be trying to clear the path for him to try to get to Easton stick. So um, yeah, you know what? Go ahead. Give me Chris Jones over. Even if it's a half a sack for sure, uh, three quarters of a sack, I'll take it as well. But you know, some books give you to record a sack. Yeah. Give me this one. I, I, I think I like this one as well. All right, let's get over to the next guy, and this is going to be a guy on the Saturday schedule uh, between the Ravens and the Steelers. Jadavion Clowney, a lot of former te- uh, Texans uh, players on here as well, but uh, he needs one sack to get uh, three quarters of a million dollars, 750000 They are going up against, obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, Mason Rudolph in that game, where weather is going to be a factor in this game. I don't see a prop uh, number out just yet for Jadavion Clowney. Um, but just kind of looking at his numbers this season, he does have eight and a half sacks on the season. Uh, he had, let's see here. He had a sack two weeks ago against Brock Purdy and the Niners. And then he had one against the chargers back on November 26. So over the last five games that he's played in, he's only recorded two sacks. Um, he, he's played six career games against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He only has two sacks in this game. But I think the only thing that may help Clowney or may even prevent him uh, from getting to the quarterback is going to be like we talked about the weather in this game because it is going to be really cold. Uh, it might be, uh, not might be, but it's going to be the raining or snowing in this game. Uh, there's going to be wind gust as well. So ah, can Clowney get it done? Sure. But just depending on what the number and what the price comes out for Clowney to record a sack, uh, Rod, I think I prefer Chris Jones over uh, Jadavion Clowney. A hundred percent. I honestly, it, to me, this is no brainer for Clowney. We've seen the best out of him. I think I, yeah. I don't know that we've seen necessarily. And again, when you talk about sacks, he's only got eight and a half on the season. And I, I, that sounds like a lot, right? If you're, if you're talking about overall stats and stuff, but to me, you know, when you've had one sack in the last four weeks, 
that's not a lot for a, for what used to be. And you know, because you watched him in his heyday uh, with the Texans. He, he was a, a fine player there, but it, it's a shell of what you watched in Houston. So uh, for me, I'm not touching this, this sack prop. I know he only needs one to get there. And looks good on him if he gets it. But it's a tough matchup for him to get there. Honestly, don't think he's going to get to this incentive. Man, three quarters of a million dollars. I, I don't know because I'm on this side of the microphone, but yeah. what it's like to watch three quarters of a million dollars kind of sail out because you can't get to the quarterback once in a game. Uh, let's get over to the next guy here. Uh, Levante David, linebacker of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He needs one sack for 150000 The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be playing Bryce Young in the Carolina Panthers this week. Um, don't see a number out just yet for Levante David either. Um, trying to pull up his what he's done as well this season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Um, one thing that we've talked a lot about, or at least I have on the pod, is how bad the secondary has been for the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But that front uh, seven has been um, doing real well for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers de- defense this season and over the past several seasons as well. He has four and a half sacks on the season. Um, I want to see what he's done against the Panthers, at least this season, because they are division rivals here. So um, he hasn't recorded a sack against the Panthers in the last one, two, three, four, five, six games. So I'm not sure if I can get to the window for this one either. No, and even if I saw this prop, I would not take it at all. There's there's no way. I mean, four and a half sacks over the course of an entire season, that's yeah. that's not what I'm touching. I mean, I listen, I know he's had one and a half sacks over the last three games, but that's not sexy enough to take this at all. So I, I'm staying away from this. All right, and then, Arad, we got a, a playoff incentive bonus for two quarterbacks. Uh, we could cl- quickly go through those. So, Gino Smith. $2 million if the Seattle Seahawks get to the um, playoffs this season. We'll start with him. And then also I'll mention Jordan Love here. He has a $500,000 contract incentive for the Packers uh, to uh, get to the playoffs here. For So for Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks, they will be visiting the Arizona Cardinals in this game. And I'm trying to pull out the playoff scenarios here for uh, um, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, it's I think it's pretty simple for them, and it's it, obviously number one. They have to win this game against the Arizona Cardinals, and they're going to need some help. Um, I'm trying to pull up that number here, but as far as from a player prop perspective, how will we attack them? Uh, will we just bet on the Seahawks muddy line to win the game? Do you look at Geno Smith passing yard props? What do you think? Well, for Geno Smith, it, it's a frustrating thing in and of itself. I mean, all, all season long, you've been hoping for him to, to go bonkers like he did. And in fact, I think we you got to go back to, to our preseason predictions and see where we put him as far as his over on passing yards and, and all of those uh, essential props. But to be honest with you, I mean, you know that uh, Pete Carroll just wants to win this game. And whether that's handing the ball off to uh, Charbonnet or, or any of these guys that have that have gotten his, his way to there, um, I don't know that we're looking at too many Geno Smith props. But, God, I got to tell you, as far as him making the playoffs, $2 million is a lot. Especially, you know, the only way that, that they really hold the key yeah. is to win this game. And I know that for Geno, 
that is going to fall on him, right? Again, they, they really, they put all their chips in on him without Russell Wilson and, and he delivered for the most part for the last couple of seasons. So I, I suppose it really is up to him because the running game is not been that much of a factor. So uh, whatever rush or a passing props you can find on Geno Smith, I feel like you almost want to take the over on a lot of these, depending on on how low they're set. Because I I feel like it is on him to to end up winning this game essentially and getting them into the playoffs. Because you know, obviously, we know that the the Niners have it on lock, so it's on them yeah. to be able to to win this and and kind of keep the Rams at bay. But yeah, I mean, whatever the the props are, I haven't seen any on Geno Smith. But uh, mm -hmm. if they're set low enough, I may take the over on some of these passing props. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, all right, Rod. Uh, and the last one, Jordan Love. He has a $500,000 uh, contract incentive bonus for them to make the playoffs to Green Bay Packers. They are facing the Chicago Bears this weekend. Obviously, J. Mark would love nothing more than to play spoiler uh, against a team that has, quote-unquote, owned them over the past several years. Uh, but any way to attack Jordan Love, I think Jordan Love obviously has been playing real well. I think you probably maybe look at his passing yards to go over in this scenario or maybe like his completions or his attempts to go over. I would say attempts because you know that Jordan Love, I, look, A.J. Dillon and and uh, uh, Aaron Jones, the, the rushing game has been, they, they want it to be a threat, right? But we know that Jordan Love has been the focal point of this Green Bay offense. As much as the receivers have not necessarily been all that present in this in this uh, passing attack, I still feel like that needs to be what happens if Green Bay wants to try to do anything. Do I think they make the playoffs? No, but I think they're going to try. And and to be a part of that, I think screen passes and and you know some shallow crosses and whatever. Jordan Love has actually made a case for one of the better quarterbacks. I've seen the tweets. I see you out there, those of you Jordan Love lovers that uh, that want to proclaim him as one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now. <laughs> I see you. Do I agree 100%? Not necessarily. But I do think that he's actually something, somebody that you can build on. And I think that uh, if you want to look at some of his props coming forward, depending on what they start putting the numbers at, this is the problem with we're at, right, Moonoff, is that we don't get yeah. a lot of numbers that we absolutely love here in, in week 18. Uh, but you know, keep a close eye on some of these, these green Bay numbers and see, uh, where you're at. And if they're in the two fifties, I would say for him, as far as passing numbers are concerned, um, go, you know what I'm seeing, uh, passing yards for, for Jordan love at two fifty three and a half. Um, I feel like that's a good number for that. I would take the over on that. All right. Uh, so that is the last of it on uh, the article here written by Jay Mark. Again, uh, it's all there on the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Should be on the front page here, just uh, labeled contract incentives uh, for week 18. All right, Rod. Uh, so let's get into any of our uh, player props, if we do have any to give out for this week 18 schedule. Anything that jumped out to you that you wanted to give out? Uh, I love that uh, I'm seeing, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor uh, as a first touchdown scorer. I like four to one for him as the Colts. Jonathan Taylor has been one of those guys that, that you know, what, ever since he's come back, he, he's been on fire. Uh, unfortunately for my fantasy team, it, it didn't help me much at all because he came back a little too late. Um, but I know that the Colts need to get him going. 
early on. And like you said, with the Texans, you know, it, it's all about trying to spoil the, the draft position on this as well. And for the Colts, they, they still have some pride to go for. And Jonathan Taylor loves that. His first TD is at plus 400. His anytime is at minus 205, which goes to tell you that they're, they're, the books think he's going to score a touchdown. So why not give him the first one at uh, four to one? Yeah, I can definitely see a world where he uh, gets the end zone. Unfortunately for you, he's not because he's going to be going up against my Texans this weekend. And we're going to do everything to prevent him from getting into the end zone here. But um, yeah, a couple of guys looking at as far as touchdown scores. We are or the books are at least expecting this uh, Texans and the Colts game to be a a little bit of a higher scoring game. The over is actually seven and one in Colts home games this season. They've actually been barn barn burners uh, when it comes to, um, you know, Colts home games. So um, as far as the Texans side, I think that there are some sneaky looks here. They are going to be without Noah Brown. So maybe a guy like Xavier Hutchinson at plus 285. I really do like Brevin Jordan as we're at plus 390. He's, he's been a big target in the red zone. Uh, for the Houston Texans. I know Don Schultz, we've talked a lot about him uh, um, actually in volumes or at volumes on this podcast about his um, contract incentives for this season. But um, I think that, you know, Brevin Jordan might be a good target here for the uh, CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans. Um, And again, with just so much uncertainty that we don't know what's going to go on. Um, I think that if you want to look at someone in the Cowboys game, in the first half, because I feel like they're going to pour it on in that first half. And if they're, if you have a book that offers like first half touchdown score or first quarter touchdown score, or even, you know, we talk about first touchdown score. I think CD lamb is always top that top of that list at plus four twenty five. Um, Brandon cooks, anytime touchdown plus one ninety five. I think that's a word to look as well. Um, and then at least for the uh, Seahawks game, I do see DK Met- Metcalf at plus 125. And I love, love, love Devontae Adams plus 150 this week. I think the Raiders are my favorite bet of this week, the minus three on them. But I think that'll be really led by um, Devontae Adams this week. So those are the couple of the ones I was looking at. Anything else you like um, as far as touchdown scores here, Rod? You know, I was thinking about uh, uh, Zach Charbonnet. I was talking a lot about him. I, I know he hasn't been in the end zone for a while. But, you know, Pete Carroll loves to run him uh, some football, even though, I mean, maybe it's at the one-yard line. But he's only had one touchdown. I, I, the number for him right now for any time is a plus 170. But against the Cardinals, I feel like that could be a spot where he maybe gets a second touchdown this season. I do like that. Because like you said, you were talking about DK Metcalf plus 125 for a touchdown. I feel like that could be good. Or even uh, JSN, right? Jackson Smith, Enigma, uh, plus 180 as well i like that too so all right let's get uh to our price picks entry to wrap up the episode here uh rod again make sure to go to pricepicks.com use that promo code sgpn you'll get a first deposit bonus of up to 100 dollars um so rod for the again we'll probably have a very limited menu here so maybe we pick like one each here but I think for the Sunday games, um, the one I the thing that really sticks out to me was Justin Fields on his rushing yards for this week. Um, they are number one, a team 
I think like last, I feel like this Browns team or there's this uh, Bears team is kind of resembling what the Lions were doing last season and ending the season on a high note and carrying that momentum into the offseason training camp and then obviously into the season next year. Obviously, we know that 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 is Justin Fields going to be part of the future for the Chicago Bears at that quarterback position where they do have um, possibly the number one pick or do have the number one pick uh, this upcoming draft. Um, but all in all, I do like Justin Fields to find uh, or get over his uh, rushing yards number. That number is at 55 and a half here, Rod. So I'm going to go with the more on that. Um, anything you like as far as our price fix entry? So uh, I'm looking at Geno Smith right now. We, we talked about him a little bit. His number is 261 and a half. Uh, we talked about how he may need to end up throwing the ball quite a bit to get them into the playoffs. So uh, I feel like maybe more than 261 and a half could be a very comfortable number for us to go ahead and take over there on prize picks as well, given that, you know, this is a, this is it. They need to get yep. into the playoffs. And so they if they can't rely on the rushing game, then they're going to have to start throwing the ball or maybe even they start throwing the ball quite a bit early to get up and then start handing the ball off. But at the very same, uh, we could see a very decent total out of Geno Smith. He's been uh, more than this uh, number in two out of the last three games. Uh, he had 290 against Pittsburgh. He had two, or sorry, 334 against uh, Dallas, 227 against Tennessee. So uh, this is a very reachable number for Geno Smith. So give me more than 261 and a half. There we go. So we'll stick with those two. Let's do like uh, a two pick entry here. We don't want to, you know, push the envelope here too much. So we'll go with Justin Fields, more than 55 and a half rushing yards. And then Geno Smith against the Arizona Cardinals, more than 261 and a half passing yards. Uh, that two pick entry will get you a return of 60 Dollars, and if you want to press it a little bit, uh, that hundred dollar entry will get you um, three hundred dollars. So again, go to PricePicks.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGP, and you'll get a first deposit bonus of up to uh, one hundred dollars. That is going to wrap it up here for the propcast for the final week of the regular season. Again, keep in mind, um, I think it's very imperative that. You guys and everybody, including myself, look at who's going to be playing in these games. Um, we've already seen some names that have been are going to be sitting out and not playing in this game. But also keep in mind that some coaches may play their guys in the first half and not play them in the second half. That could obviously affect those numbers for um, you know player prob, uh, projections and and numbers. So um, keep that in mind as well. Next week, we'll be here. We'll be talking about the playoffs. But, Rod, anything else we want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? Yeah, just to echo you, man. I'm telling you, it's it's you never know. With Week 18, it's why you don't play fantasy in Week 18. It's why you take a light on your bets in Week 18 because you could go all in on somebody going more than or over than the projections. And then, sure enough, it doesn't happen. So uh, just have fun this week. This is the week to have fun and, and to be enjoying uh, the fact that you can uh, put money on on these these games. Yeah, hundred percent. So again, be smart. Uh, save some of your bullets, I guess, for next week when the playoffs uh, kick off as well. Uh, but hopefully, we did find some winners here uh, for some of these contract incentive bonuses for the final week of the regular season. 
You can find Rod over on the X. That's at RJ Via Gomez. Uh, again, find all of his work over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And also, you can just go to the link in his bio as well for everything that he does all across the map in the sports betting world and the sports media space. You can follow me on X at SportsNerd824. More importantly, uh, make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast YouTube channel and Hit that like button uh, for us on the stream if you do watch this on the YouTube stream. Definitely does uh, help us out for sure. Um, that'll do it, man. We'll be back next week. Like I mentioned, till then, enjoy the games for the final week of the regular season. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.